This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. With Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. I really am rugged with him. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up. I'm going to be needing a caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try backing up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm pronating. When you're not shooting me, I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like a unfolding lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from those double bogey blues. And a happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Our cast of characters has been assembled. And this is, here's a little insight, a little behind the curtain peek here. This is the first time this team has been assembled where I am not there. My name is Brian Katrick. I am working the American Express this week for PGA Tour Live on ESPN+. Plus. I am not in the studio. I could hear Chris Mascaro giggle. I could hear him <laughs> a chuckle. It's more of a chuckle. I could hear it. Maybe a snicker. Uh, that's J.R. Ross. Chris Mascaro, next on the T podcast. Uh, J.R. Ross, Team Ross Golf. He's over at Dogwood most days. Over in the other side of the over other room, Adam Crooks and Cullen Madden, and uh, but I'm not there, and I'm I'm sad. I, I miss seeing you guys. <laughs> it's not the same without seeing it, you as well. It really isn't. I'm looking at an empty chair where BK normally sits. It feels odd. It does you know in the station at 680 the fan for those who have been lucky enough to come take a tour of the battery and maybe see the studios. They have some of those big head cutouts that we were using during the shutdown. Remember where they weren't right. putting people in seats? Uh, we need a cutout of me. I yes. think we do. To put in that chair. 100%. <laughs> I think we do. You didn't know that. I already have one of you at Dogwood. No, I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for the days you're not around, I, I, talk, I talk to you. You put him up I on thought, the first tee? Yeah, I put him on the first tee, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we have you there. I thought you missed me. But I do. I, thought for I sure really you do. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Chris. There was a day. Uh, I don't know what year this was because I have this. It's adorable what they're doing over there in that conference. But uh, the they had the Big Ten, some Big Ten game on, and uh, <laughs> J, Jr's was... red team was playing uh, was playing some directional school, and. Uh, <laughs> 
and the red team was was not doing well against the directional school, and uh, we were following Jr. around the clubhouse, busting on him because <laughs> the other team was beating his team or playing with his whatever it was. Again, yeah, was every yeah every like. every every room I went into with a TV, you'd be knocking on the door, looking in the window, laughing at me. <laughs> and, but I did get the last laugh, of course. Ohio State did win. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I would yeah, hope they was, beat uh, directional Michigan. Yeah, exactly right. Southwestern Louisiana, whatever it Come was. On I don't now. Know it was Northwestern, <laughs> and they were they were highly ranked that year. So Northwestern, what? Come on. Come on, your SEC bias. I tell you what, your SEC bias, even though you're not here, still bleeds nice and loud in, in the studio here. Is it is it SEC bias or just an appreciation for good football versus whatever the hell you guys are doing? I, I think it's a coin flip. I think it's All a coin. Right. Some days it could be one, the other day the other. I mean, right. but they're it's both relevant. They're both relevant. Uh, they're both you're relevant. You're not in charge. You're not in charge of the conference, Jr. It's not your fault. That, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Peter Burns, who was just on there uh, with with ESPN, there, and Katie George. He's a he works for the SEC Network. He is he's a fun Twitter follow. He's not, he's been part of our crew on PGA Tour Live. Also, he's uh, he's a funny guy. Um, but all right, so uh, so golf time. The American Express going on. Jr. By the way, going to be with us for uh, for just the first portion of the program and then you've got to head down to orlando chris you and i are heading down to orlando after that we're going to go ahead and finish work i'm just a part-timer you know <laughs> yeah well i mean it's a grueling one hour show it, it, but... <laughs> it, 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 it is it is hey, what? It, is, it is tough at times yeah uh, <laughs> this would be one of those times it's like uh, working out on the speed bag have either of you been watching the american express the old palm springs the old bob hope classic yes 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 have you guys been watching not the same without bob you know it isn't but yeah i've been watching i tell you what i'm I'm excited to see how davis thompson handles the pressure of playing with john rom and see what that's like coming down the stretch between those two guys. I'm obviously, you know, he's a University of Georgia guy from Auburn, Alabama. Couldn't have been a popular choice when he made his decision where he was going to play his college golf. But obviously, a local kid is playing really well, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he handles it coming down the stretch. What's your gut feeling, Brian? How does he handle it today? I think he's going to handle it fine, but I, he may just get steamrolled. John Rahm is mad. Yeah. Uh, we had John Rahm yesterday, and he came out all business. He gets to the 12th hole. He birdies 12. I think he's eight under for the round. Uh, he's maybe one or two shots away from tying the, the you know, lots of – the records are falling. He, he's going nuts. Uh, doesn't uh, – he doesn't birdie 13. He doesn't, I don't think he made another birdie coming in. He, he three-putted 17. Right. So he really ran out of momentum and uh, – and, and, Irritated John Rahm is a dangerous John Rahm. So I think he really left something on the table there. Uh, Davis did the same thing. You know, Davis had a lot more golf left to play. He comes through that same stretch. He made a couple of birdies, but he made a bogey uh, at the stadium course. That stretch 13 through 18. And the interesting thing about Davis Thompson, that I don't know if they shared this on TV or not, um, Davis was on a plane coming from the Sony Open that had, I guess, a mechanical issue, and there were a lot of tour players on it. 
So they had to turn around and go back to Hawaii, which meant that he didn't get to Palm Springs. Uh, there was a lot of other connections, but he, you don't go f- directly from Honolulu to Palm Springs. You're going somewhere else. And I think they were going to San Francisco. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Your plane needs to land. Even if it lands in Los Angeles, it, even though you're, you know, you're 60 miles away, it takes two hours to get there. You may as right. well be in San Francisco. So, uh, so he didn't get there till Tuesday morning and he'd never seen the stadium course and he didn't get to play 13 through 18 on the stadium course. And that's the stretch that he hit and, and it was all dried, uh, dried up. So he hasn't played that stretch very well. And that's where the tournament's going to be on the line today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that uh, that speaks volumes right there. Yeah. Look, you know, the bogey he made on, on 14 was unfortunate, kind of an unforced error, but to come back on 16 to, to make up for that, and then we'll, we'll see how it finishes up on 17 and 18. Not, not two gimmies coming home. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he deals with the pressure and where he's at when he gets to that point. Because to your point, John Rahm, first of all, what you said is he's a dangerous John Rahm when he's angry. He's dangerous on the golf course, and he's dangerous to, to his equipment. So we'll see how, <laughs> how he does, you know, how he handles it, if he has an unforced error or something along those lines, and if he can keep the emotions in line. You know, and does he open the door? <laughs> here's a guy that will break a club. Now, he won't, won't necessarily break one, but he'll take some swings. John Rahm is straight out of the Seve Ballesteros book yep. and mm-hmm. even out of the Sergio Garcia book where they will do some yelling, you know, they will right. do some pouting. But he get, John Rahm is very good at getting out of his system. And, uh, you know, at least traditionally he's been good at getting it out of his system. Let's see. I mean, yesterday he missed a, missed a six-footer on number one and, and two and then just went on an absolute tear. He got it out of his system. But you're right. I, that's Chris, you have circled an area of interest. They're <laughs> going to be playing in threes because there are six amateurs that uh, that are going to be playing today. So there are some threes out there. Uh, some of the groups have just two professionals. They've been playing in groups of four with two pros and two ams. It's a cool format, but it's John Rom, Davis Thompson, and J.T. Poston. But J.T. Poston's four back. Everybody else is four back. So right now it's Rom and Davis at the top of this leaderboard. Scotty Scheffler is in the mix. Uh, he's in the group at 17 under. That seems way far back, except it's only two out of third. So if somehow there's a train wreck in that final group and you take out Rahm and, and Thompson, well, the, the 19s are in it, the 18s are in it, the 17s are in it, so I cannot wait to see what's going to happen out there. Yeah, and Scotty's got a little bit of uh, added incentive, right, to, to try to play well and, and to do, do something for himself. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he does, right, how far does he push the accelerator down? Because, you know, at 17, right, you got nothing to lose. You're freewheeling it out there. So, yeah. as you should, and I hope to see, you know, obviously um, we saw some guys go, go low, so I think it's out there to be had. Yeah, well, this is a place where we've had two 59s. There's only two, two tournaments on the PGA Tour where we've had two sub-60 rounds. The Greenbrier is not even on the schedule anymore. That's the other one, but, uh, but we've had one here, and we've had two here. So uh, neither of those two courses are in the rotation, and they're down to one course anyway today, so... But Adam Hadwin shot 59 in La Quinta. David Duvall shot 59 in the Palmer Private Course. Uh, they could they could chase one down today. You could see it. Uh, you mentioned what else Scotty Scheffler might have to play for. Well, Scotty Scheffler comes in at number two in the world, right? He's number two in the world, yes. Uh, got a chance to get to number one in the world with a win 
uh, could theoretically have gotten number one in the world with some other finishes. Also depends on what everybody else does, except it doesn't depend on what John Rahm does. Crazy. So this story started off as a cutesy little story that Patrick Cantlay at number five had Cantlay won, he could get to number one. And if Cantlay won and Scotty Scheffler finished exactly solo eighth, then we would have a tie for number one in the world golf rankings. That's how this story started. That's the headline. All right, that's cute. We've never had a tie in the world golf rankings before for the number one spot. There are at least five places right at the decimal point. They could break this tie if they wanted to, but I don't care. You know, it's, it's the third week of January. We want to have a couple. We want to have co number ones. That's fine. Right. Exactly. To me, that's not the story. The story is you go back a couple of months, go all the way back to August. They revamped the world golf rankings. This is very deep and very inside, so we're not going to get into all of it. The World Golf Rankings is a two-year system. You know, for, for years it was the Tiger Woods show. But if you beat Tiger one week, you weren't the, the number one player in the world. It was a two-year system because they felt like in this game, two years is a better way of judging a player's progress. Now, the first year is weighed a lot more heavily than the second year. All right, so they revamped that, how they, how they stacked up some of the fields. Basically, the new, uh, the new World Golf Rankings, they judge the bottom of the field more harshly than they judge the top of the field. By the way, this wouldn't be good for the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were, I, again, I knew you were going to work it in there somewhere. I just yeah, didn't know well, when. I mean, just, yeah, so, um, so the bigger story to me is that John Rahm has won three of his last five starts. If he wins today, it's four of his last six he won the Century Tournament of Champions at number five in the world and stayed at number five. If he wins this week, he can't get to number one. He's four. So you're telling me that number five in the world can get to one, but number four in the world can't get to number one. All right, now it's math. John Rahm has played 44 events with, for his divisor, whereas Patrick Cantlay has played only 40. That's where I'm saying it gets very inside. <laughs> but if that formula is that confusing... And it gets it that that wrong. John Rahm feels like the number one player in the world right now. Am I wrong about 100%. that? Hundred percent. He should be. You know, the funny part about it, Ryan, uh, Chris, and I were speaking about it before we came on the air. Kind of reminds me of the old BCS <laughs> in college football. Yes, they put all yes. the rankings in, and you look and say, "Well, these two teams should be the best." Because they've been, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Now that team that they lost to. Six, six weeks ago, I mean, they they lost to another bad team, so that brings them down. I mean, it's just yeah, it's kind of. Kind of smells funny. The math funny. is crazy. Yeah, it smells funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. And so I feel like that's another fortunate bad sign for Davis Thompson is that John Rahm's bringing that with him. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe it'll work the other way for Rahm because he literally can win today. He could shoot 56 today, <laughs> win by 10 and move to number three in the world <laughs> from four. Yeah, nice only because work. Cam Smith is stuck at three and he isn't going anywhere. No. Yeah, well, Cam Smith is going he's going the wrong direction. Yep. But uh, we're, we're going to get into that in the next segment. Uh, so that's what's going on in Palm Springs. 64th year of what was the Bob Hope Classic. It is now the American Express. So I mentioned they've got amateurs in this field. The LPGA Tour is playing down in Orlando. We're all headed to Orlando. It's the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. On their actual leaderboard, uh, Brooke Henderson is leading by three over Nasa Hataoka and Nelly Korda. 
Nellie Korda's brother, Seb, just got into the quarterfinals of the the, uh, Australian Open, by the way. She was up all night watching that. But uh, Brooke Henderson has a three-shot lead. Uh, They had – did you guys see – Chris, I know you saw this. JR, you may have been too busy to see this story. Did you see the whole locker situation at Lake Nona? I did not. Earlier this week? I definitely didn't. Chris, did you see that story? I did not. Okay, good. Well, good. Paint us the picture. Well, (sighs) I'm trying to put it as kindly as possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show. Yeah. Well, there's no way to put this kindly. Uh, There's just a lot of complaining surrounding the LPGA Tour. There's the social media, the, the, the actual media. There's a lot of complaining. Nothing seems to ever be good enough. Uh, there's a lot of grousing. They, they, want, they want equal pay. All right, I'm, who's not for equal pay? Well, the problem is you're not generating equal revenue. So right. if you're a capitalist, this is a pretty easy equation. If you're, you know, if, if you're a humanist, the, the concept of equal pay sounds great. But they're, they're not generating the same amount of money. And, it's, and the LPGA and the PGA Tour are not the same organization. They're a bunch of different organizations. So you, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison. Everybody's for equal pay. They're not doing the same job. I'm not getting the same thing that, that Dan Hicks is getting. Actually, I don't think it's Hicks. I think it's uh, Terry Gannon today. Uh, Terry Gannon's hosting the TV coverage uh, for, for Golf Channel. Uh, why am I not getting paid what Terry Gannon's getting paid? Well, A, he's better than me. B, they're generating more money than we are. Oh, well, don't sell yourself short, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tremendous slouch. Don't sell yourself Thank short. You. There doesn't need to be a C on that list. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no, that's the end of that discussion. So, so anyway, there's a lot of grousing. So here, one of those stories comes up because Lake Nona is a wonderful club. They've got PGA Tour players that are members there. They've got LPGA Tour players that are members there. Uh, they had some flooding, Hurricane Ian. Their locker rooms are downstairs. There was flooding in the locker rooms. Well, they uh, they didn't have the the locker room for the ladies in a condition where they felt like they could use it. So there weren't go- they weren't going to have a locker room with lockers in it. They were going to have a couple of facilities, one upstairs, something else downstairs. They were going to kind of annex a ballroom. And, uh, and one of the writers decided that was unjust. And it was just another example of the ladies getting uh, the, r- the short end of the stick. Well, again, it's their organization that's making all these decisions. Uh, and then it turns out that some of that original story wasn't right, and you know there were, there was uh, it was it was it lost it lost credibility immediately. Uh, frustrating that we're even talking about that when we should be talking about a great tournament at a great golf course. They have a celebrity side of things. Uh, on that celebrity side, now this this isn't just an amateur side because a lot of these are professionals, but uh, Marty Fish running away with the celebrity side of things. They're using the Stableford point system. Marty Fish has got 117 points. He's 14 points clear of the field. Uh, Chad Pfeiffer and Jeremy Roenick are tied for second. Annika is in fourth. Annika's playing as a celebrity at her home course. What do you think, guys? <laughs> I you saw that. I, an I, area I, of interest. I did see that. I thought, yeah, that kind of... <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wondered about that. Yeah, no. Unless you, look, get an opportunity. You should know the greens. You should know where to hit it. You should know all that sort of stuff. So you would think you'd have a leg up. And look, she's playing well. Let's not let's not you know sell her short. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's fantastic for her. I'm I'm sort of rooting that she make you know I don't know if she can make up 15 points because she's 15 back, but I'm rooting for her to you know you're at four. I'd love to see you get to one or two. Yeah. 
And Marty Fish has got a 15-point lead over everybody. He's 16, uh, or sorry, it's not 15. It's it's 14 over uh, Pfeiffer and Roenick, and it's 15 over Annika. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's his tournament to win or lose. Annika got in a layoff with Mark Mulder, not Mark Mulder, uh, Derek Lowe last year. I thought it was great television. I thought it's tons of fun. Uh, Derek Lowe, former Atlanta Brave, and the finest picker to ever play the Blues. Uh, John Smoltz is uh, is tied for 10th. JR, your buddy Maurice Allen. Also yeah. tied for tenth. Yeah, Maurice. Uh, Maurice can play golf now. <laughs> what back in the day he couldn't, but yeah, he plays really well. He knows how to get it around. You're also uh, for- discounting all of my Red Sox that are up there. Oh, oh by the way, Derek Lowe. And then yeah, uh, he did pitch for the. I yes. think he had a better career with the Red Sox. And of course than he did. He did. The Braves. They, uh, John Lester in the mix. Kevin Millar in the mix. And then uh, you know at the end there's there's a couple of more, but you know um, Josh Beckett is still in the mix too. So. Don't, don't discount my Josh Red Sox Beckett. now. Josh, there's Nobody's a name. in the there, mix. Josh Beckett, there's a, there's a name I haven't thought of in a long time. Marty Fish is winning by 14 points. I got a better chance of winning than John Lester does. You know, here's a guy. I'm not in the tournament. I think you do. I'm not I, even I, there. I, 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 I'd put you in as a write-in. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, Brian McCann is playing. Uh, John, I mentioned John Smoltz. Tom Glavin is in the field. Uh, I should say former Boston Red Sox John Smoltz. There you go. Don't forget that. (laughs) Uh, But a good good celebrity field. Vince Carter, who lives here now, is in the field. Michael Waltrip is playing. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy is not in last place. Uh, he has been in last place at times in some of these events. Is he in sleeves uh, is the question. Probably not. Great question from Cullen Madden. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, probably not wearing the sleeves. All right, we're going we're gonna to take a break. When we come back, we have been telling you about this promotion. I'm going to tell you about it right now uh, with our gigantic giveaway to Hilton Head. John Farrell from Sea Pines is going to come up uh, in a little bit. He's going to tell us all about what they got going on at Sea Pines and Hilton Head. 680 The Fan celebrating 30 years of sports talk dominance and kicking off Generation Fan with our 30th anniversary and the ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway, hooking you and three friends up with a six-night, seven-course golf vacation courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island Hilton Head. Uh, This ultimate prize pack includes a six-night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort, seven rounds of golf for your foursome at some of the country's premier golf courses, including Harbortown Golf Links. Uh, John Farrell coming up in just a second. Palmetto Dunes, Oyster Reef Golf Club, Old South Golf Links, Hilton Head National, Bear Creek Golf Club, Golden Bear Golf Club. That's where you're playing, plus a $250 Hilton Head Golf Island gift card for every player in your group. All four of you are getting it. And thanks to our friends at Infinity of Gwinnett, our grand prize winner also gets to drive to Hilton Head Island in style in a brand new QX80. Plenty of room for your foursome and their clubs. Check out the all of their luxury vehicles at infinityofgwinnett.com. Enter now because time is limited. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30. Before February 3rd, enter to win. And if you're interested in your booking your own ultimate golf getaway, just go to playthegolfisland.com. It is the golf show. Six on 680 The Fan and 93.7 FM. We're back right after this. And now it's time for Who's Driving? 
Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, uh, we were glancing in on the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions yesterday. It was on the LPGA Tour. They've been playing all week down at Lake Nona. All of a sudden, we look up at the TV, and there's somebody driving a pink golf cart with a pink outfit and pink golf balls in the pink golf golf cart. This person is not out on the golf course. She's back in amongst the fans, uh, creating quite a stir. I was wondering who it was driving this golf cart at the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. It was Paris Hilton herself making a public appearance. And uh, lots of photo opportunities and Instagram melted down because Paris Hilton was at the Hilton Grand Vacation Tournament of Champions. It's their their tournament. She was driving a pink golf cart. That's who's driving. Could have been Bubba. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Bubba with those with that hair, that particular hairstyle. No, but the pink heart, you know. I mean, it could have been. You yeah, never know. Bubba, the wig. Bubba with a wig. <laughs> you know, here's a guy. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris Mascaro, J.R. Ross, with you. I'm Brian Katrick, Adam Crooks, and Cullen Madden. On the other side of the glass, any second now, and it, it will now officially be too late. John Farrell's going to call. Sea <laughs> <laughs> Island. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about Liv in that last segment because there's a couple of Liv stories. We're just not going to get to it. Uh, JR, you're going to go to the airport. We're going to get to it after you leave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're not keeping it from you. And he's got a good take on yeah. the whole thing, too. All right, give it to us. Give us the live tape. And well, you know, my, Chris, you and I will sum it up later. And my, my take has changed a little bit, you know, because I'm not a live supporter. And, you know, sometimes I think I look at it now a little differently since the TV deal came out, which, again, is not Fox, CBS, or ESPN, but they have something that people can watch. But I think it does – I think it, it it's making the tour now step up their game and – you know, it, you gotta you gotta have competition, and I think it's bringing out the better things in the tour. And I'm I'm kind of I don't have any more interest in it than I had before, but I will tune in and watch it now that they do have a network. Um, I think it's I think it's good for the tour, where before I didn't think so, but now I think it is. Competition but, always good. Uh, well, I, okay, yes, that <laughs> concept. A no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that concept is is true. Uh, and at this point, uh, we're we're not going to miss any of those guys. What, what fans want are the best players playing as often as possible. That's what the fans the want. The traditionalists I mean, do, though, Brian. I mean, I think Chris and I were talking about, you know, some of the people that come into the game now, um, and I'm not going to call her out, but you know this person well. She works in our golf shop and great high school golfer. Play, she'll play college golf. She was going through some clubs behind the counter. They were in the lost and found and she was going to say, well, there's this wedge back here. I'm going to put it on the list. She's, oh, I don't need to put it on there. She says, this is Tom Watson's wedge. And I go, what? And she said, yeah. I said, <laughs> said, it must be Tom Watson's wedge because his name's engraved. And I said, you do realize Tom Watson is uh, one of the greatest golfers of all time. I played on the tour and won so many. She said, no, I've never heard of him. Wow. And I said, you've heard of Jack Nicholas, right? She says, oh, yeah, yeah. She's heard of Gene Sarazen, of course, behalf of me. 
And Walter Hagen, she heard of. She never heard of Tom Watson. And so, I, and I think that was the thing with the Live Tour. They, they've got some names and people that are new to the game. Some of the concepts was kind of like the XFL didn't grab the traditional football fan back in the day, but the people that just want to, you know, maybe kind of see what it's about and look at a, a gimmicky thing and something that's maybe not, you know, it doesn't work for me, but I think it does bring people into the game and, and it's changing. I mean, and it's going to change whether we like it or not. And it's, yes, that's kind of where uh, I go. I, that's my take. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know that it's brought one single person into the game. It's well, taken people off of the tour and divided that up. I don't There's, I, I, is there a person out there that had never watched golf but watched um, this for the first time? Maybe. And if it's not, I know who you're talking about, the golf shop. She has watched golf before. <laughs> Liv, right. Liv didn't make her come work at Dogwood. No, Liv, Liv didn't make no, her pick no, up golf no, clubs. No, but you would think she'd have heard of Tom Watts. <laughs> well, sure. I, I remember the first time I ever felt old in my life. Thank goodness it was... A long time ago. <laughs> There's been plenty of instances. But, and it's funny because it's Bob Hope, uh, Bob Hope week. And I said something about Bob Hope. And this person just looked at me like I had two heads and said, who's yeah. Bob Hope? And I'm like, what do you wow. mean? Who's? And this was 20 years ago. Oh. I didn't look. And Bob, at that point, Bob Hope had been dead for 20 years. Well, but still. Well, you know, the other uh, thing about that, too, Brian, is very true. And Chris obviously would remember this. You know, back in the day, all those tournaments were after a celebrity. I mean, Andy Williams, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell, right. I mean, they yeah. all had a tournament. Bing Crosby, obviously one of the biggest. So, you know, that, that's that gone by the wayside because of corporations and, and sponsorship and stuff like that. But that was always the big thing, you know, and the Bob Hope. And now, like you said, who's Bob Hope? They don't know who Bob Hope is. Yeah, and, and again, it's been my kids never heard of Bob Hope, but that this was this was twenty years ago. So uh, again, Liv hasn't. The, the, the mission is to grow the game. That's fine. The game is full, as we've learned. Uh, it's full. There's no more you, room. You, you can't get on the ship. You don't have to know who Johnny Unitas is uh, in order to watch the playoff games today. <laughs> wow, or Johnny Unitas was. Whoa. But don't give the XFL, which by the way we love the XFL. Terrell Buckley's coaching the XFL. Don't give the XFL or some pirate league credit for any <laughs> one person who's watching the playoff game today. You know, <laughs> but you don't. They didn't but bring you, anybody but you, to that television. But you don't know that. I, mean, I do know that. No, I, I asked everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I forgot. I forgot. I, I forgot. I'm dealing with you. I forgot. I'm dealing with you. You do. You have those answers. I asked everybody. Silly me. You can't. You can't think that an offshoot football league has brought a viewer to the NFL. Just like an offshoot golf league is not bringing a viewer to the I, PGA I, Tour. You know what? That's one we will probably. Like you and I can do very well so often we can agree to disagree at that one there. I, I, I just think that there are people that will watch it. And I've, and I've talked to people, you know, they, they like the, they like the different, they like the edge. They don't like the stuffiness. Yeah. Well, I mean, and on top of that, right. I mean, there's been so much talk about live over the last year plus, right? Someone is going to say, what's this live thing all about? Correct. Let me, now I can get it on the CW. Not that you couldn't, not that a billion people couldn't have watched it on YouTube last year, but maybe there are younger folks that are just getting involved in the game. They say, let me take a look at this thing. Let me see what this thing's all about. And they tune in and maybe they like it. 
I know you hate it, Brian, and I, you know, and I don't, I don't like it either. I don't Chris hate and I, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you I do. don't hate it. Well, here's here's what you're not going to see. Hate's a strong word. <laughs> here's what a young person is not going to see watching a live golf telecast. A fourth round. They're not going to see any. They're not going <laughs> to oh, fourth round. They're not going to see any young. They're not going to see any young people. They're all forty something. It's a bunch of we, we know who they signed. The product is fine. I'm friends with Greg Norman. I'm not down on the project, but let's get off the let's pump the brakes here for just a second. Uh, the TV deal, Chris. You just mentioned the TV deal. That right. was this week's story. That right. uh, that that Live Golf has signed. They they've come to an agreement with the CW. All right, CW has t- is in. 200 million households. The Golf Channel is only in like 40 million households. Uh, So this, on paper, looks like a gigantic deal. Uh, PGA Tour just announced some deals a couple years ago. Uh, They announced uh, extensions with CBS and NBC and a brand new deal with ESPN+. Those deals were announced, I think, last year, and it's supposed to go for another, I think, nine years. Uh, Those entities are paying... At least four hundred million a year, a deal that is probably more like seven hundred million a year, and could get up to two point seven billion total by the time they get done. Uh, the CW, you know what the CW is paying? This is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sit down. Here, here no- we go. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, well, I knew right. it was going to be good. Zero. <laughs> so. You've got a distribution deal. Here's the other problem with this. Okay, and this looks great on paper. And Chris, you just you just touched on this. Uh, so it, it's going to be available theoretically to 200 million households. That's if every CW affiliate chooses to run it. Only a third of the CW affiliates are actually controlled by the the parent company. Uh, I don't know if our affiliate in Atlanta is or isn't, but the affiliate Atlanta is going to have to choose what would the, what is the CW running. Today, well, that's my question because I'm not a CW guy. What do they normally show? When you show the Gilmore Girls reruns, I mean, what are we talking Brady about? Brady here? Bunch. <laughs> what do they show? Uh, well, Adam, we're going to give Ali Dean credit because Ali Dean said this months ago on this show. If you're going to put something on the air, you got to take something off the air, and you're taking something off the air that's currently paying for its spot. So today they're running. Uh, it's it's actually a telethon of the Seven Hundred Club, <laughs> which may hey. not be for everybody. <laughs> Are you serious? But, really? That yes, is? Okay. but they're putting it on because it's making financial sense to put it on. Yesterday there were two, not one, but two. They both they played both the men's and the ladies Bethune Cookman Jackson State basketball game. Uh, those were on the air because That'll of move local the sports. Well, look, they paid for their spot. Right. There were sponsorships sold. Uh, Liv doesn't have any sponsorships sold. So you're going to pull that basketball game, even if you made $1,500 off that basketball game. But do you think they'll pull get it some off sp- the air? But do you think they'll get some sponsorships sold now that they have the vehicle to get out there and, and show it right. in 200 million homes? Right. That's going to be the question mark. Yeah. It's a chicken that and an egg. The, yes. Yes. You that's know, the gigantic that's question. Good point, JR. Uh, so they're now available in 200 million homes. Now, last season, Live Golf was available on YouTube, which meant it was available to every digital device in the world for free. And they were getting 60,000 people to watch. 
Now it's only available to 200,000 200 <laughs> devices. Million, million. Or two, sorry, 200 million devices. And we'll see how many they get. It just good for them. I don't know that this is progress. I, you know what? You put it that way. I You're have still to agree. Don't, don't lean, GF. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't, don't lean don't, back the other don't, direction. Don't go. Yeah, no. Don't go there. Oh, he's still wrong. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Yeah, yeah thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm st- we got to stay united here. That's right. <laughs> and, and it's good to know that the audience now hears a little insight into all the other things I'm, quote, wrong about <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. Because then I got to find out how I'm supposed to walk away from this. The scoreboard <laughs> says one thing, but I just got told I lost. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. <laughs> And there were no style points given either. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the uh, that was the big announcement from Live, uh, and again, that's something they've been working toward. Uh, the possibly even bigger announcement came from the judge, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but the uh, the court case. This was the, the Live is suing the PGA Tour, and they want. They want discovery. They want to see all the behind-the-scenes PGA Tour documents. All right, well, then PGA Tour says, all right, we want to see all your behind-the-scenes documents. And the guy from the uh, from the PIF, which is funding Live, is like, well, you don't get to see our stuff because of diplomatic immunity. All right, so the PGA Tour says, all right, hang on a second. The judge said, you know what, you guys work this out. So what happened is they didn't work this out. It's back in the hands of the judge. The judge has already hinted that if... The P, if, if the PIF doesn't cooperate and the PGA Tour is, is justifiably unsatisfied with their level of, uh, of discovery here, she's going to throw the case out. Right. As she should. Right? It seems fair. If you gotta show, if fair. i got to show you all my stuff, you got to show me all your stuff. That's right. what seems fair. Right. I would agree. Uh, yeah. Now, are there things that the PGA Tour could ask for that aren't fair? Sure. Are there things that Liv's going to ask for that, that wouldn't be fair? Yeah, sure. And that's for her. But right now, Liv's saying, no, you don't get any of that. The yeah. group that is, uh, that's running 93%. They own 93% of the league, and they don't want to open up their books at all. Right. So, I mean, this is all just ridiculous, right? I mean, they're suing each other just for the sake of suing each other. What they want from each other is, look, Liv wants an opportunity to – be able to do business, and if someone wants to come play over here, let them come play over here. The PGA Tour doesn't want players having the opportunity to go play over there. It's it's just this whole thing of who is upset with who, and how can I make my point? Well, the way I can make my point is get the lawyers involved. And getting lawyers involved, now we're going to go to court. I don't think any of this ever reaches the courts, because at some point the courts got to look at this thing and just say, you guys are both stupid. Yeah, it's go, egos. Yeah, just Go handle your business, and, and until you've got something that is really, you know, that we can really litigate here outside of you guys pointing fingers and being upset with each other because someone's in my sandbox, don't bother us. You guys go figure this out on your own. Yeah, guys, That's right. I'm, guys, I'm headed to the airport. Okay, all right, J.R. Ross. <laughs> I'm going to tune Ross. in when I get in the car, though, so I can hear the rest of this. <laughs> All right, we'll make sure we get you. Yeah, we'll make sure we get you to the car. I'll see you on Tuesday, and Chris, I'll see you on Wednesday. Yes, Safe travels. You too. See you, John. All right, bye. All right, J.R. Ross is taking off. Chris and I will continue to discuss this and the other golf news from the week when we come back. It's the golf show on the fan six eighty and ninety three seven. 
Yes, indeed. It's the Golf Show. We're glad to be have you back. You just heard that brought to you by PlaytheGolfIsland.com, our brand new trip, our, our big 680 to Fan 30th anniversary trip over to, uh, to Hilton Head Island. Uh, Chris Mascaro, the folks at, Hilt, uh, at Infinity Gwinnett jumped in. Uh, I love this. This is a great addition. Have you, you've, dri- you've made the drive to Hilton Head, right? I have. Yeah. Uh, great little drive. Uh, you got to go down 16, and it's, it's just a stretch. Interstate 16 going down towards Savannah. It's like a moving sidewalk that's going the other way. I think it's only like 100 miles long, and it takes three hours or whatever it is. I mean, you keep driving and driving and driving. I, I swear I just passed that tree. Is that, what? It's like you're walking on a moving sidewalk that's going the opposite direction. The scoreboard so the says only- one thing, but I just got told I lost. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to make that trip good I mean, it's it's not it's it's a very easy drive as far as golf drives are concerned. Is you get in a you get in a good ride, and uh, the folks at Infinity of Gwinnett gonna let you ride down there in a QX80. The fact did, did you did you hear the details of this trip? Six nights, seven rounds. It's strong. No doubt, I want to enter. You kidding yeah, me? You should enter. I should enter. Six eighty thefan dot com slash thirty. And if you just want to go and you don't feel like you're going to win or you didn't win, uh, playthegolfisland.com is their website. All right. I think, J.R., do we think J.R. Ross has had time to get to his uh, his car? <laughs> yeah, he's probably there by now. Bless his heart. I mean, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> did, 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 the, uh, did the Donald Trump... You know, the New Jersey generals in the USFL, they really brought people, they brought viewers to the NFL. Somebody had never seen the game before. They heard about like, oh, this, yeah. this Herschel Walker this guy, Herschel he's Walker good. Guy. That's right, I hear he's good. <laughs> That's Doug Flutie. They'd never seen football before. But thanks to the old uh, USFL, they, they got turned on to the NFL. <laughs> Come on, let's not let's not sell. You know, live short. We'll see what they do on TV this year. You know, the, you know. Look for for my age group, and I'm just going to say I'm I'm old, right? Are, are people going to tune in to live that are traditionalists? And in my age group, probably not. We hate the fact that this has happened. We hate the fact that players have gone and left that to go over to live. We're not tuning in just on principle. But could some 18 to 24 year olds look that? Here's one of the things that I think is going to turn people on, young people, on to the, to the game from live. First of all, I, I know you're not a fan of the scoreboard, right? The F1 sort of deal. You really have to know who the players are and different colors and different teams and all of that. But, look, Netflix has just done a series on F1, the Formula One series, that, and I'm not a race fan at all. But I tuned in because I heard a lot of hype. And all of a sudden, now I'm watching that thing. Right? I was never a race fan, but I'm watching mm-hmm. it. Now, how does that correlate? Look, they're doing, they're copying a lot of F1 things. They're doing teams. They're doing colors. They're doing all this sort of thing. Hey, now that I see there's a, maybe a, a correlation between this F1 series on Netflix and some of the things that lived, let me just tune in and take a look. Could that happen? Sure, it could. Uh, do you know they're doing a Netflix series yes. on golf, too, right? Indeed they are. <laughs> comes, and I'm going to watch that, too. Month. 
Yeah, it comes out next month. Yep. So again, you, you, the, the correlation between young viewers and an old product it, it just doesn't doesn't. I don't get there. They're not doing anything new. They're doing some things differently. They're playing fifty-four hole events. That leaderboard's terrible. You don't know who anybody is. And a 25-year-old viewer is going to turn that, TV, that thing on and not see any 25-year-old players. Oh, and, and if Smith, you do, you're not right? going to know who any of them are. No. Well, Cam Smith, is the only, he's a great pickup for that. Yes. But Cam Smith, we talked about it earlier with the, with the World Golf Rankings. If they don't get World Golf Ranking points, you're going to lose Cam Smith. Yeah. Because he's going to fall out. And you're not going to get any young players anymore. Uh, on paper, them cherry-picking and just taking the best players, well, that serves the audience perfectly. Right, because that's what he said, that the audience wants. They want to see the best players play at the same time. Yep. That's great. That was what Greg's plan was. Well, you're not executing that plan. You're not getting the best players. All you've done is further defied the best players. And you're not going to get the best players until you can pay for yourself. The PGA Tour, why is the, Why did this even happen? Well, we, well, you said, okay, the PGA Tour, is, uh, they've had to improve. They've had to go find some more money. Thankfully, they just signed those TV deals. Because they've got to pay for themselves. Live doesn't even have to pay for itself. That's why you got what you got. And that's my problem with it. It's fantasy land. The concept <laughs> of let's throw a bunch of money at everybody and then get the best players. Well, that's great. That didn't. That wasn't really a genius idea. <laughs> we've, we've all kind of had that idea. Hey, you know what the Falcons should do? The Falcons should just get all the best players for next year and pay them a ton of money. You have circled an area of interest. <laughs> And then you know what they'll get? They'll get a bunch of young viewers. Yeah. Except that that's not reality. And that's what we're seeing. This isn't reality. Well, All right. so we're going to so tune that. in on something on this CW. It's, something real is going to be on the, on the broadcast. I, I don't know. Again, I, here's the bottom line. I don't know what our Atlanta CW affiliate is. I don't know if it's one of the one of the one third of the stations that's actually controlled by the network. If it's not. They may not air this. So on the Atlanta uh, CW on the TV, yeah, go on ahead, CWTV.com on the primetime schedule tonight, they got uh, World's Funniest Animals back to back, and then Whose Line Is It Any Anyway replay uh, after that. Yeah, finishing it up. But they're making money off of that. You know the the uh, the local commercials that have been sold based on their ratings. Which by the way, they only subscribe to ratings Monday through Friday. Right. They don't subscribe mm. to ratings on the weekend. Uh, they're making money. The folks at the CW in their office here in Atlanta that picked that programming lineup had a financial reason for doing so. <laughs> Is the Live Golf going to give them a better financial reason? <laughs> and I don't know. Where's that money going to come from? And if they're just buying it, then they're buying their TV. And is that exciting? I don't know. I mean, I, I, to Cullen's point, I, I have a hard time seeing a, a sales meeting going on where the, we're at the CW. They're going, hey, we can put the reruns of, you know, whose line it is anyway on tonight. And we're going to yeah. sell a bunch of commercials on that because people are hopping to buy that. And if they were time on that. One. And if they were targeting, you know, my generation, then why are they putting it on a network that probably a lot of people my age have never heard of? Yeah. And yeah, good you know, point. Well, they put, it, they put it on the first person. In that, yeah, in they that put it on the first person that said yes. Yeah, exactly right. right. I mean, it's the same thing I would have done. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, here's a funny side story. We had this conversation on SiriusXM, and uh, and I said I don't care what they put on as long as they don't pull Charmed off the air. <laughs> Just leave Charmed because I'm a Charmed fan. I really am. I used to watch that show. Loved it. 
All right, so we go to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and we hear in the background, Jean Marie, one of our producers, says, hey, there's a guy online, too, that says he's, he was on Charmed. All right, well, there was only one guy on Charmed. And sure enough, Brian Krause, who was the guy on Charmed, now wow. lives in Peachtree City. He loves golf. He was listening to us. Uh, he was in the audience. So uh, we're going to get him on this show at some point, I hope. Uh, Chris, great stuff. JR, marginal work, but we're glad you showed up for 40 minutes of it. Cullen, Adam, good stuff. Enjoy your football, everybody. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon background screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 